0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It's Thursday. We've almost made it. Woo! Woo! How was that for an intro?
1: <laughs> this great.
0: is Homemaker Chic Podcast, and we are here, Angela and myself, to help you rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. And I am a little ill-prepared because <laughs> I didn't put sure? my lips together. Are you sure? <laughs> Look at your <laughs> On, Put your lips on. <laughs> hold on, uh, patrons. Ladies you're gonna love this,
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please pause mm-hmm. while Mrs. Elliot go. puts on her <laughs> lipstick. There oh, we go. Pretty. There you go.
0: Now I am ready to rescue the art of homemaking from the daily do so grind. This. Um, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. <sighs>
1: Bonjour. Yeah. How are you today? Uh good. It's just like dark and gloomy. I'm super jazzed about what we're gonna talk about today because I I need yes. it. But I'm yes. good. I'm good. Tomorrow's Friday. And um yeah, I have a, like a killer YouTube video coming out tomorrow for all you DIY junkies. Mm. What is yeah. it? I'm you haven't told me tell.
0: about yeah, it. You gonna... Mm-mm fine let me just say
1: for all my old world design society friends there are old doors involved so if you're watching on the youtube channel we're going to get rid of some quote perfectly good
0: doors and (laughs) that sounds like something joel that's how joel labeled them oh
1: no that's how joel labels them all right it's a perfectly good perfectly good doors (laughs) (laughs) they gone
0: (laughs) Well, uh, yes, I'm excited to dive into today's episode as well, because, um, well, so many reasons. I feel like we can't even go there without going there. So let's cue the wine music. Let's Pay do for the that equipment first. Shea. Yeah. <laughs> and then we will talk about the other things. OK, okay. we're just going to we're just going to jump right in today because I want to make sure we have lots of time to talk about our topic. OK. OK. okay. There we go. Are we dancing? We're dancing. Can I confess something to you? It's I'm Thursday.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just going to keep dancing through the whole segment. I'm double fisting. And <laughs> oh, I don't geez. mean to, but it just happened. And I don't need your judgment about this. Okay. So... I'll tell you what I'm drinking in just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of Homemaker Chic Podcast where we encourage you to belly up to the bar with us, even if that's just with a nice sparkling water or a glass of tea with some good honey in it or a beer or a glass of Dry Farm Wines because this is the part of the podcast that is sponsored by our beautiful friends at Dry Farm Wines who at this very moment are putting together a very special Valentine's package for Homemaker Chic listeners. Yeah, baby. And there is a reason that we go to the extra effort to have dry farm wines delivered to us. And that is because these are old world, naturally yeasted, no sugar, no garbage, no additive, no flavorings, no fillers, no colors, no dye. None of that. None of that. These are wines as Jesus would have eaten. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> I'm gonna get some flack for that. I know. I'm teasing you guys. I'm teasing. He did turn water into wine. Okay. It was grape juice. It was not grape juice. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. It was Welch's. (laughs) It was Welch's. (laughs) 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 But yes, we love our dry farm wines. So this is a wonderful wine company that will ship you wines from all over the world. Sometimes they come from Italy, France, Austria, New Zealand, Australia, like we had on Monday, Uh, Germany. Gotta get your Riesling from Germany um i am drinking a very yummy white wine i am celebrating the sun being out and i'm like okay we're out of red now we're on to white wine and steve's like it's january you need to chill out (laughs) no i am making this happen (laughs) i am summoning spring
1: (laughs) do you not know who you're married to yet i am an activator
0: You didn't talk to me about this wine. (laughs) Hold it up. Okay. Well, uh, first up, head to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And just for being a homemaker chic listener and using that code, you will get an extra bottle with your first order for just a penny. So you can have Dry Farm Wine send you three bottles a month or six bottles a month or 12 bottles a month or 12 bottles of just red or 12 bottles of mixed or bubbly or whatever you choose. You are in charge of your wine destiny. (laughs) I'm really but, letting them fly today. You're I'm you're, hot to trot. Your best live your best life. life. Control yeah. your destiny.
1: Um, <laughs> all the theology. <laughs> Sorry, all
0: the theology. <laughs> if I hear culture tell me one more time to go and live my best life, I am going to lose. I'm going to lose mind. my dry farm. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. Um. Mm. This Okay, this is a major side note, but I was just listening to this podcast that I'm not going to say the name of because if people (laughs) knew I listened to it, they'd be like, what? (laughs) Uh, It's a Presbyterian podcast that I really, really love. Um, But they were talking about, it made me think about, you know, our choosing our hearts, like our our podcast Mm. theme. And there's a gentleman on there who wrote a book, um... It had this name like, oh, I wish I could remember it perfectly. It was it was from scripture, but it was basically like when the stars. I think it's like when the stars disappear and it's basically on a Christian's guide to major um, tragedy and Mm -hmm. loss and Mm -hmm. difficulty. And of course, this is something that is on the forefront of my mind just uh, with you know, being alongside Audrey and Matt mm-hmm. and Danica in this valley that they're in and um, preparing and praying well through the grief and through the hardship and thinking, you know, this book was written for people who a lot of times don't choose these majorly hard things that you're not. You don't choose all the cards you're dealt, right? You can choose mm-hmm. sometimes how to play them, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um why was I talking about that? <laughs> I don't you
1: said side note so huh. <laughs> you went that way no, during an no, ad I so
0: I <laughs> think it had something to do I love you. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> I know what okay. it was. Come it was back. when you <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not Friday yet. You got this, Shay. You can do this.
0: Focus like a laser beam. <laughs> okay, Ooh, we're okay. No, it's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone again. Forget it. Let's go back to the wine, <laughs> <laughs> which I have not had any of yet. By the way, so don't it's be just hatin'. Thursday. It's just this <laughs> it's is Thursday. just my horrible personality. Okay. <laughs> Assault! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is the white music still playing? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: okay, we can't okay. laugh because then we get phlegmy, and then we do that breathy thing. Newmeister. Straden, Sauvignon Blanc, two thousand eighteen, Vulcanland, Steinmark, Wine all oh, Austrian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're not a patron, I implore you to become one so you can see this. <laughs> First of all, she's got this like turd top knot on the top of her head. It's super distracting me. So what? What you is want to that? Talk about my people horn under them can butt. pierce the sky. <laughs> this, what is that? This is my Bjorn bun. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you just insulted my hair. <laughs> I didn't. I just said, what is it?
0: <laughs> Listen, you be giving me trash. Don't even. This is my Bjorn bun and I like it.
1: So I like it too. I could never do that. Do you know why? If I tie my hair up like that, I should take my headphones off and show you. My family... Well, my now I have a really short bob, but I've had very long hair for up and down for a long time. But if I... Okay, stop texting me. Um, if I... <laughs> put my hair in a top thing like that. I look like a sumo wrestler. <laughs> I want to
0: see it. Do it. Do it. It's
1: really bad. My family's like you, you that is just like it's just like this thing that happens. This <laughs> is like the most unflattering. Look at what happens. It's just <laughs> you like have very straight sides of your face, they're very straight. I can't hear you. Hang on. <laughs> it's just like so not a good look for me Listen, and so I, the sides of your face i know they're I like strict. nancy pelosi you're like i'm getting like a facelift watch 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 my i can pull
0: my eyebrows <laughs> oh my gosh stop it this is we're this is not what we should be doing full digression oh we're gonna be all snotty and sniffly and
1: Okay, but yeah, me, I can't, me I can't do here. that. I would look like such a dorkist okay, well, if I'd I put my hair in. Okay, well, I look like a in.
0: Swedish goddess, goddess, obviously. Swedish goddess.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're quite pulling off the shield maiden look you're going for there. In my heart, I am a shield maiden, so I got this. I don't need a top knot to be a shield maiden. I just Get need some coal die. eyeliner and some leather. Stop. Stop it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> How did you do this? So unprofessional. <sighs> I
1: like my Bjorn bun. I like it, too. I love you so much. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic. <coughs> Goodness gracious. What are, are we is that drinking? For a it's Austrian. Coffin. That was delicious. Maybe your husband will edit it out since it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh... <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dripping snot everywhere. <laughs> Is it's it a Sauvignon shade? Blanc And it's an okay. Austrian.
0: <laughs> White wine And it's very Very good See this is what it looks like You guys can see it on the video um, Yeah it's a really, oh, really that Enjoyable white wine So I am <laughs> Beckoning the sun Come on springtime Let's do this oh lord have mercy this is ridiculous you got me all you got Clumped. me all flustered i'm also actually uh i'm not drinking the wine right now i have that it's on standby <laughs> i'm having a ipa of course Why you are, are. okay
1: i'm just let you got booze in the wings jay <laughs> The weekend is here. Oh, uh, I'm laughing actually because I'm thinking of how hard I laugh when like Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake hang out together and they just start laughing. They're supposed oh. to be professional and they just start laughing because they're BFFs. It makes me cry. It's such a gift to belt like proper laugh. Yeah. Oh no, it, it, it is. It is really a gift. Like, my, oh, what yeah. did I just do there? Hello. Oh, oh my gosh. Speaking of you Nancy guys
0: I wish you guys could see what she just did. <laughs>
1: they can. This is all an intentional act to get you guys to become patrons. <laughs> what was I just saying? Oh,
0: have you ever wow. seen that acronym that says, when I say LOL, LOL what I really mean is like. <laughs> Barely hopped out air under my breath. <laughs> like when you're reading something, you're like mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> My sister will send me stuff and I like my kids get so mad. Oh gosh. Because they will say, they will literally say, Is Aunt Chelsea <coughs> trying to kill you again? <laughs> <laughs> she will make me so laugh I have to laugh so hard I have to go find my inhaler like I will die and then we have this thing where we just say to each other like I need you to stop what you're doing right now like stop parenting mm-hmm. stop whatever you're doing and I need you to watch whatever I'm about to send you and yes. I need to hear you laugh like yeah. I need to be on the phone while you're laughing
0: oh that's funny
1: oh, it's, such, it's
0: such a gift We, yeah it is um, a gift laughter think- is a gift In terms of like those hard things that we can't choose, just to bring it all full circle, um, there is a place for laughter. I think, even in hardship, even in grief, like it makes this, it makes the heart glad, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. and it's okay. It's okay to laugh and um, even amongst difficult times. So (laughs) dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Cheers.
1: Cheers. (laughs) It's your IPA in my empty hand. (laughs) I take it you're going to enjoy that wine this weekend with a fabulous meal. Mm -hmm. So,
0: okay. I am. I'm going to have it with pasta.
1: Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this, uh, what we're going to talk about today is so highly requested. So we sort of skirted around gardening last week with the crotch snaps and cardboard episode. That was a hoot. I don't title these
0: podcasts, by the way. I do. All hate mail can be directed to Angela at ParisianFarmGirl.com Wow,
1: thanks. Not even info at HomeMakerChic.com Listen, like, you pulled right me right out ang- for my Bjorn
0: bun. I'm going to call you out. I said it was cute, but You meant it, it in a derogatory way.
1: It is. You are against a big white light, so it's just kind of like <sighs> whatever. It's there. Anyways, we uh-huh. have over the last, anyways, I don't know, 10 months. Like, there's a lot of requests to talk about what we grow, the difference between a hybrid and a GMO. What do we mean when we talk about like, oh, that's a good storage variety? And I am talking about veg. So we're, we've re- received a lot of uh, requests to talk about what we, what we grow, what kind of seeds we're ordering. Um mm-hmm. like what we're doing in our garden, not flowers. We'll talk about that another time, but today we want to focus on food.
0: Yes. Because food. we each love food. Yes. And gardening became it became a pastime for people that it wouldn't have never been a pastime for because of COVID. And people who never would have dabbled in food production are now thinking, hmm, like what could I, what could I do? Right. And I think it's important to, before we even talk about what exactly we're growing, let's, let's step back a bit and talk about opportunities for gardening space. Um Okay. I think we've touched on this in seasons past, but most apartments have some sort of a balcony and that's a great spot mm-hmm. for a little pot of basil, a little tomato plant, um, you know, herb baskets are really common, but there are lots of vegetables like eggplants and peppers and things that like to be in pots. They like mm-hmm. to be hot. They'd be perfect on your little apartment balcony. Um, <clears throat> you know, we rented houses for years and years before we finally bought our first house. And we always had we it was sort of a stipulation <laughs> of what house we would settle on is, is there a place for us just to put a little small garden? You know, and that's tricky. It's tricky to find those places, but when it becomes maybe one of your priorities when you're looking for a space, there are definitely opportunities within rentals to find, you know, places to do that.
1: Yeah, because you you write it into the contract and just say like, I will resod it. Everything will be back. That's what we did right. at our farm. Yeah, uh, you did we it. Lived big before time our house. on we did halfway. It. Big time. We had a huge like fifty
0: by eighty and we just put it all back the way it was. Mhm. Yeah, it can yeah. be done. I think another opportunity too is I did this in Alabama because our house our fishing cottage <laughs> It was literally a fishing shed. Love shack, baby. Uh, it was not a love shack. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically like right on Mobile Bay, which is mm-hmm. a little outlet from the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, it was so close to the water you could throw a stone. And what that meant was my entire yard was just sand. Like, mm-hmm. I, and maybe there's a way. I looking back now, I'm like, yeah, we could. Okay, we could have done cardboard. We could have done combos. But at the time, I had no money at yeah. all. zero dollars and that wasn't I didn't have that kind of experience and so I actually ended up doing something really cool I had a blog reader I put it out there to my blog I'm like hey here's where I am does anyone have any space and sure enough there was a blog reader who lived in Fairhope where we lived in Alabama and she let me come and have just a little 10 by 10 chunk of her yard and so That's when I actually I did do cardboard there and my uncle Joel bought me a load of compost uh, from the local place. And so I had a little garden at Becky's for the year that we were there and it was great. Cool. And I didn't Mm -hmm. know what I was doing, but I was just so happy to have a place to work, to call my own. And so Mm -hmm. you and I both now have I mean, we have drank the Kool-Aid. We are (laughs) so deep in the gardening hole (laughs) (laughs) That's that is not every That's not the kind of gardener that everyone is. And what we're going to talk about today might be kind of overwhelming to some people who maybe just want a tomato plant in a pot. And that's Mm -hmm. okay too. But I think the neat thing about gardening is you can always file this information away. Mm -hmm. And then if that ever comes to fruition for you or you decide you want to expand your garden, um, it's all kind of in there already. Mm-hmm. And so I love that about being a gardener. It's like you can just your your brain gets to be a library for all these beautiful things.
1: Yeah. And it's a hobby where you just you have this beautiful permission to just always just keep getting better and better. I mean, you you know how we feel about Monty Don. Monty. Yes. Uh, I did tag him ish- on Instagram
0: Let us week. issue our
1: siren call <laughs> Once again, Monty We on the show, but like the man Is a genius and he Is Beautifully humble enough to call himself An amateur gardens, gardener So it's this wonderful hobby Where uh, you never get to arrive And you always have this opportunity To learn mm-hmm. more and so like Shay said You can just like You know, when I was um, living in town and wanted to be a homesteader, I wasn't watching town videos. I was watching (coughs) homestead videos or, you know, usually you're watching um, and you're learning from a skill up from where you are. Right. So, right. You never know when that paradigm shift is going to come where you're going to want to grow more. That happened for Apparently hundreds and thousands of people, because there are a lot of sites that are sold out of things this year earlier than they've ever been sold out. Mm -hmm. So it's always great to
0: learn something even above where you are. So did you see on Monty's Instagram last week that he was talking about all the box hedges that they have to rip out? And he said the, of the blight. Yeah, he's like the boxwood <sighs> has been like a staple of our garden. And he showed these past photographs of just yeah. mazes of boxwood, mm-hmm. gorgeous, beautifully trimmed. And then he showed it now. And it's just covered in blight. And basically they have to rip all of it out. And you know what he is? He's he just goes, <clears throat> excuse me. He just yeah. was like, nothing ever stays the same. Yeah, he's so uh like he is the
1: perfectly pragmatic. He but- is. And yeah, I think because, we talked about
0: this last week, but I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> this is what laughing does to you. We need to know, not do that like, until Bleh. the end of the show. Um now I lost my train of thought. I'm having a very hard were, time today. He said blah, 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 blah. He said this. Oh, he, he does the perfect while you talk. <laughs> He does the perfect <laughs> job of not making gardening a destination, Feed. but making it yeah. the journey. Like he just loves to garden. He wants to go out every day to garden. And obviously he loves when his gardens look really nice. Obviously they're beautiful, but that's not the whole end all be all for him. There's like this huge element of him. That's just like, I want to go spend my days out in the garden. And so if that means I'm ripping out box edge and getting to redesign something, then that's what it means. And I'm not going to get all hurt up about it.
1: (laughs) 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 hurt up Uh, yeah and you can see that by the way he responds to well, you know the annual flooding of his garden you can just see that in his very just non-emotional response to you know not to say that he doesn't have his moments that we don't see but he's he um, you can see that it's just for the love of gardening yeah
0: Yeah. somebody commented on that post about the boxwood and they said well maybe you should have a smaller garden that you can manage better
1: I'm sorry. He, have he you done your research on boxwood blight. I don't even get me started. People he just responds need to... back
0: though, and he goes, "Thanks for the advice." <laughs> <laughs> He's a love, I love his snarky. He is. I love He's it. He's got that dry British polite humor that just is just so aggressive.
1: Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the boxwood blight is yeah, it's, it's nasty. It's and there's the nothing South, you, can you can do about it. Here. No, yeah. you can't.
0: Yeah, we had a beautiful flowering pear tree. We call it the tree of life because it's about 60 feet tall and it's huge and massive. And when the pear blossoms, it's not a fruiting pear, but okay. when the pear blossoms open in a spring, I mean, the it's just a 60 foot swarm of bees because it's oh. like this is their the day they wait yeah. for all their whole life. It's just amazing. But it got pear blight a couple of years ago and. We could tell. So the tips of the branches, they just slowly started to die back and they would die further and further into the tree. So we had an arborist come and look at it and he his remedy was to spray our tree down with antibiotics. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. We'll just like you can prune it. You you can you have to like dip your shears in bleach before you cut every branch. I mean, this is a 60 foot tree. I'm not going to do that. And he was like, I'm not willing to do that. There's too many branches. And I was like, well, what's my other option? He's like, you can pray for it. <laughs> and so, but we lost trees that year. We lost some of our small pear fruiting trees that we had just planted a couple mm-hmm. years before to pear blight. So there are things that are just out of your control in the garden. And isn't it good to be humbled and realize that you need help? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. You know, it's also out of control is how bad my eyeballs and my nose are itching since we laughed so hard. So I'm just like picking my nose
0: and (laughs) trying to get my eyes to stop freaking out on me. Okay. Carry on. All right. Well, let's dive into the vegetable garden bed. So I shared with you guys last week that I am doing a no dig Charles Downing method on my new vegetable Mm -hmm. garden this year. I have started to collect straw bales, which if you've got pathways between your garden beds or there's areas where you want to snuff out grass or snuff out weeds, a great way to do that is just to put cardboard down and in like a single layer and then cover it with wood chips or with straw. So I've started to collect my straw. I've got my cardboard covering like 20%. I've got a long way to go on that. I'm just kind of putzing away on it as cardboard comes in. So there's so much work to do out there before I'm ready to plant. And yet I go and buy a bunch of vegetable seeds on the whim. I'm like, I'm for sure going to get my beds done. For sure. That 5,000 square foot garden. Sure. I got that. Okay. <laughs> so you bought accordingly. <laughs> I am buying in faith, in good faith that I will have somewhere to put these seeds. Okay. So let's, should we just uh, for those of you actually who would find this helpful, I shared on YouTube last week a video on how I organize my seeds, um, which a lot of people found helpful. And then below that video, there is a link to my most recent blog post, and it talks about exactly what varieties of every single vegetable that I'm growing, like awesome. listed out for you. And so it's a really, really easy resource. We'll link it below if you guys would like to check that out. Um so we should we start with what we're growing or should we start with why we chose what we're growing
1: <laughs> either one okay we can we can wave them together okay your's like so ahead of me like
0: my order's not even here yet it's placed praise mm. the Lord but yeah I- So on the video or on last week, I told you guys I ordered my seeds from Johnny Seeds. I did it early because they were out of so much. And they Angela just told me right before we started recording that they shut down orders for non-commercial growers because the demand is so strong. I'd like to think I did that with my YouTube traffic. (laughs) 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 Shut down. They did this
1: last year, like weeks from now
0: this happened last year, but I think it was like March this, or April where they shut yeah, it not down Not this soon. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll open back up, I'm sure. And there are yeah. lots of other seed companies that you can get your seeds from. So don't panic, but it is um, now is the time. Now is the time. There's nothing wrong with holding on to your seeds for a little while before you plant them. So um, huh. I noticed when I was doing this blog post that a lot of varieties that I'm growing this year are hybrid and so let's okay. talk about the difference between heirloom seeds and hybrid seeds and gmo seeds and maybe reasons why you would want to have each of each of those in your garden
1: okay well the heirloom is when i started vegetable gardening uh the heirloom is something i was really attracted to um, um i was attracted to the nostalgia of it i was attracted to the stories behind, uh, each seed. I was attracted to doing, to using some, but something that, you know, in theory hadn't been tampered with and, um, the open pollination aspect, meaning that, uh, you know, I could save the seeds and use them. In the future, Mm -hmm. simply put.
0: Well, let's let's talk about that because that is a major difference between heirloom and hybrid seeds. Mm -hmm. So, heirloom seeds, the plant that you plant will ultimately produce seeds that are identical to the parent plant. So, if you plant a nice, like I think Red Russian is an heirloom kale. Let's say you plant Red Russian Mm -hmm. kale, and it goes to seed, and you harvest those seeds. The next year, that when you plant those seeds, you will get a replica of the parent plants. Okay. Right. Hybrid seeds means a cross. So I took a genetics class in college and this was for cattle breeding, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's sort of relevant. Uh, it's called what we call hybrid vigor. And what that means is like, let's say you take an Angus bull and you take a charlotte cow and you breed them together, you get hybrid vigor. You get traits, good traits from mm-hmm. both breeds that ultimately make the calf a lot stronger and healthier than a lot of purebred breeds. Because what happens with a lot of purebreds is like you're pulling from the same genetic pool ultimately. And, um, and, and, you don't get all those added benefits so what hybrid seeds are what we call in genetics quote a free lunch there are such things as free lunch and hybrid vigor is that thing it's the cross that makes the baby actually better mm-hmm. than <laughs> not <laughs> right <laughs> Um, and so hybrid seeds, but the result of that is that you cannot keep seeds. So if we're using a hybrid kale and we save those kale seeds, they are not going to be identical to the plant. It's gonna be a yeah. wonky, weird mixture they, of both the parents that won't work probably. yeah,
1: the characteristics that you wanted in that particular, you know the the good parts of that plant, like you'll, st- You might still get the plant. You just might not get the good parts. So if it's an early variety, it might not come early. Right. You know, little
0: nuances like that. And it can, but it also cannot. And so it's just a really risky business. And that's why we leave that to the professionals who know exactly how to do that (laughs) and to do that well, uh, which allows us to have the seeds, the hybrid seeds.
1: Right. So when shopping for hybrid seeds, then then be prepared to shop every year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: where the heirloom grower has the option. If they want to learn how to seed save and to mm-hmm. harvest the seeds and store them properly, they have they'll, they will have that
0: They option. will have the option. Absolutely. Yep. I think I was like you. I started out just being very nostalgic for all the heirloom seeds. But what I quickly <laughs> realized was that heirloom seeds actually, most of them have been tampered with actually very severely. Um, so I don't know if you've ever seen a painting of like a very 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 early carrot before it was bred at all. Have you seen these? They're funky. They're, they look. They look like a, like a Queen Anne's lace root, or like a. Um, oh, what did I say? Um, you said hemlock. Hemlock. Yeah. They look like a hemlock root. Well, they're, in, they're, they're hairy Ansel, it's the same and thin. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. like not like what we think of when we think of a nice orange, big, fat carrot. Those mm-hmm. didn't really exist. People have been being like, hey, this is a sweet one. Hey, this is a fat one. Hey, I like the color on this one. And then that mm-hmm. goes on for such a long time. And they keep saving yeah. the seeds from the ones that they like the most. And then over time, the breeding changes the vegetable severely. And you've seen this in apples. You've seen this in watermelons. You've seen this in grapes. Um, all kinds of different fruits and vegetables.
1: I mean, I would say they're... Tell me what you think about this. I would say they're heirloom from a certain point. Yes, from a certain point. So you have like, I remember there was, you know, my my myself, like all of us in our family we have like a Cherokee uh, small lineage. And so I remember buying like a a bean that was carried on the Cherokee Trail of Tears. Like Mm -hmm. when I first started gardening, I was like, oh, that is so cool. So I was pulling like from French lineage, Mm -hmm. English, uh, Cherokee, like I was pulling all these seeds that I wanted to like represent our family tree. Um, So Like from a certain point, Mm -hmm. but like to think like, let's say that I I have no idea. Let's say the carrot was a Native American plant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like to think that the Native American Indians were like pulling these big, beautiful, orange, juicy rainbow carrots out of the forest. Like, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. This is like a root. This is a root Mm -hmm. at some point along the way. Mm hmm it's been tweaked with so the heirloom yes. I think starts from that
0: documentation on right you know yeah and what people don't realize is when you are and I love heirlooms I grow them I'm not anti-heirloom yeah. uh, but right. when you grow heirlooms and you're like hey I'm gonna keep the seeds from this plant because it's been my vos vigorous or it's the only one that didn't get aphids or its fruit was the mm-hmm. sweetest you keep seeds from that and that goes on for a time you are genetically changing things. Um, not genetically changing just, things. Maybe it, that's not the not right way to dick. put it. But
1: It's like
0: it's just reality. The it's
1: nature. Yeah, alone. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it
0: is. And so um, my point it, in telling you this, my dear, dear listeners, is that uh, heirloom seeds can be a lot trickier, uh, especially when you're first getting started. And it can mm-hmm. be very discouraging. And you think, oh, my gosh, I'm terrible at this. No, I mean, there is a reason that make hybrids that come early or that store better or that ripen in a shorter period of time or that have Mm -hmm. better yields. These are all things that that vegetables are cross crossed for the traits that they're bred for. And so uh, I think my encouragement would be like, it's okay to to not. Uh, how would you put this? Like not seek that, that type of perfection in your garden. It's not really a hill you need to die on. You mm-hmm. can if you want mm-hmm. to, but I grow a lot of hybrids. People ask me why. And I'm like, because they perform better in my climate. I'm, we get like three inches of rainfall a year and it's mm-hmm. so hot in the summertime. Like, it can be, you know, 110 degrees. And then we get -10 in the winter time. So we have this huge range of temperature and heirloom or hybrids tend to do better with what we got going on here in the high desert. Mm-hmm. And so uh so we grow them.
1: Well, let's let's differentiate then for the new gardener or enthusiast between um hybrid and GMO because I think that's really important because GMO is something that I have spoken out against for a long time, Mm -hmm. genetically modified. You know, there's a difference between hybrid seeds and genetically modified. So I think a really simple example of that just coming from, you know, my grandfather being a farmer, I remember when my grandpa wasn't planting GMO row crops It was before Monsanto and before Mm -hmm. that came into play really big time. And, you know, a lot of what we are talking about when we say GMO is, um, you know, when we talk about like soybean or corn, Mm -hmm. your your big agricultural uh, crops in the United States is genetically modified to be Roundup ready. Right. So so that means that the. The seed is there's a modification to the seed so that when when the farmer goes in and sprays the fields with Roundup, it's resilient to the Mm -hmm. Roundup. So that is completely different than someone taking um, their seeds and tweaking them, you know, simply over the years to be uh more resilient to blight or to mm-hmm. or to drought mm-hmm. or to aphids mm-hmm. or a powdery mildew that's it. those are two completely different things so if you're um coming into this with like a purest heart for yourself and for your family and you you need to know that there's a, a yes. huge difference between gmo and hybrids yes
0: i would think of it like angela and joel had they crossed and they made junior and Junior mm-hmm. is our little beautiful seed and he has traits from Angela and he has traits from Joel. Now, when Ange- when Angela's mom was pregnant with Angela, if we would have gone in and like altered her DNA so that she came out with blue eyes and she was going to be at least six feet tall, that that would be a genetic engineering is what that mm-hmm. is. And so it, it is it's a completely different ball game. And I think people scare away from hybrids a lot because they think, oh, yeah, no, it's not. It's fine. You're yeah. going to be fine um okay we got that Look, down. we wouldn't grow david austin roses david austin roses hybrid. are grafted yeah they are
1: grafted yeah. together which is why if one dies you get this mangy straggler rose that come up comes up and you're like what the heck is that yeah. well it's the it's the survivor yep. yeah
0: yep very yeah. much so most mm-hmm. flowers that we see are all hybrids very 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 few flowers are true to what was so Mm -hmm. you know we like hydrangeas now we're going to breed them so that they're blue and we're going to breed them so that they will bloom twice and Mm -hmm. uh, there are beautiful heirloom roses there are beautiful uh heirloom perennials but in the flower world there is a lot of plant breeding going on there is a lot of crossing uh it's just something you gotta it's just part of it that's just the way it is Right. Okay. Let's talk about what we're growing in our vegetable garden, and Lord willing, if we can even try to be this precise, let's talk about how much we're growing.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, do you need, do you need to, need uh, to do, a different episode? Do you need to pay the bills with a highly
0: coordinated ad? Mrs. Elliott. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Today's episode of Homemaker Chic, we'll just smack this in the middle here, is actually brought to you by Jovial Foods. Now, I joked about dry farms being wine like Jesus would drink it. That was a joke. Uh, but also, einkorn is like the but bread also, that Jesus would eat. And but not it's, leavened. Not leavened, exactly. <laughs> this was, this is the oldest variety of wheat that we know of. This is, this goes way, way, way back. And it's the only wheat berry in existence and being grown today that's not hybridized. And so when Joviol found einkorn, And initially, Carla found it for her daughter, who was trying to overcome a gluten intolerance. Mm -hmm. She was like, well, hey, are there any like low gluten or weak gluten grains? And turns out einkorn is just that. So it was stopped, grown commercially a long time ago because it's these really awkward plants and a really low yield. And it's really hard to like get the grain away from the stem, you know, it's like all these things that farmers don't want Mm -hmm. in today's convenience world. Right. And Carla's like, well, maybe it's still worth it. And so she revived this grain. She brought it back from the dead. She planted a ton of fields in Italy with einkorn, the grain. And then she made this beautiful flower for us to enjoy. So this is an heirloom grain. This is a not a hybrid variety at all. It has been not crossed with anything to give it any other traits other than just being pure einkorn and the result is a weak gluten high protein protein. deliciously flavored flour it is so buttery so yellow and so rich so this is what we use to bake all of our sourdough breads this is what we want you to stock your pantry with so jovialfoods.com is the place to do just that Fabulous! I love Joe so how we much. We did that. That
1: was smooth. It's like we're professional podcasters. <laughs> okay, arugula. Okay. Oh my gosh! Which one did you get? Arugula. I'm so
0: freaking pumped
1: about arugula. Okay.
0: It's called I arugula. I to my list here. Uh, I, I love know, to grow but There's arugula. like a million varieties. We we we're, we're gonna go way over today. We gotta we gotta cruise through these. Okay. Okay. Arugula here we go. you can plant really really early in the spring. It's one of the very first greens to come up. It, it ripens in about 21 days. Ripens not the yeah. right word, but it, you can harvest it in about two three weeks. <laughs> uh, so it's a great. It's super easy to grow. Great beginner lettuce green if you're new to that kind of thing. Which one did you do? Do you know? It's called I arugula. A- it's just called arugula.
1: Okay, I did like chefs. This is like I wanted a really spicy,
0: like Mm -hmm. pungent, Mm -hmm. peppery, Mm -hmm. and it's silvetta organic wild wild arugula, arugula pesto. Hala. Okay, artichokes. Love to grow artichokes. They need to be started (sighs) indoors. I grow them because Mm -hmm. I love to eat artichokes and I love the flowers. I love the shape of the leaves. I love the colors of the leaves. So I grow these close to the house where I just stare at them. I don't really grow them for the harvest, although we do eat the artichokes. But I grow them for their beauty. Uh, did you do purple? I did. So this year I'll be I growing Colorado Star and Taver. And I actually planted I wish I could remember the variety. I planted some last year that are carrying over. So they'll Ooh. come back in the spring. Nice. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, um mine sold out. I had to order like enough to
0: feed an army of <laughs> that's the Colorado Star. Right. Oh, that's arm. right. We're planting like, a field. I'll just pay tomatoes. the bill. I don't care. That's right. I got to have them. What kind of All beans right, are next? you growing this year?
1: Beans are um, a big I've, category. Yeah. So they're pretty big. I've got the um, red noodle bean because I wanted that just for the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I don't care what I do with it.
0: They're huge. Yeah. They're
1: like 18 inches. I wanted. Yeah. they're. <laughs> I just I just wanted it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dragon's Tongue. Okay. That's an heirloom. Uh,
0: so that's an heirloom. Uh, velour mm-hmm. beans
1: mm-hmm.
0: and affirmed. Okay. I'm not growing any of those varieties this year. That's that's kind of fun. I'm growing rock door, which is a yellow wax bean, which are my favorite. I love them more than green beans, wax beans. Okay. Northeaster is a flat green, fresh eating. Capitano is a flat yellow for fresh eating. And then Dulcina Mm -hmm. is a round green and borlodi. Borlodi. Mm -hmm. You guys plant this bean. (laughs) So good. Great. It's not something you can buy literally when these beans ripen and you pull out fresh beans and you eat them mm-hmm. the beans fresh they can be dried for long term storage but when you eat dried beans fresh like you can't mm-hmm. buy fresh beans they're so good so good mm-hmm. that's the variety I'm most excited for
1: okay you're gonna have to
0: show me those okay okay
1: all right beets 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 are my spirit animal <laughs> It <laughs> <makes> no <laughs> I know. I just, this is my favorite expression. I freaking love beets. Yes. I just pulled some out of the dirt in the cooler the other day and roasted them. Yep. Yes. All the beets. Bulldore. Yep. uh, Sabeto. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, oh,
0: that's it? Is that all I got? Are one of those yellow? I don't know. I've got Touchstone Goals. That's a yellow. Uh, Avalanche and Cylindra. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Darn it if I missed one. This is okay, the time well, of year that I actually goes- use a lot of my beats that I've stored from last mm-hmm. year because... I love to eat fresh beets. My family eats fresh beets, but like we can grow a lot of beets. Beets do really well here. And so this Mm -hmm. is the time of year I actually start juicing beets and just, I mix it with a little bit of fresh apple and like down the hatch, cleanse the liver. It just tastes so so refreshing this time of year. Yeah.
1: Um, Wait. Okay. We're going to talk. I know we're in a hurry now, but um, we're going to talk amounts. So I never grow enough beets as much as I think I'm growing Mm -hmm. too many. I never grow enough so this year like some things have got to change on my property. I have to figure out how to grow more cuz they're my favorite.
0: Mhm. Mhm. I talked about this in my um blog post last week, but it's like okay. you really do when you're thinking about your garden and planting, it's very easy mm-hmm. when you're buying seeds to be like, "Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go and plant some rutabaga and I'm going to go and play, plant some kohlrabi." And it's like those mm-hmm. are all great, but also, you don't need to do that unless you just really enjoy eating those things. Yeah. So, for example, I grow chards, pot calling the kettle black hair. I grow a Swiss chard because I like to use it in flower arrangements and I like to eat it well enough, but I'll always choose collard greens or mustard greens or kale or lettuce before I choose chard. I just mm-hmm. I just will. It's not like mm-hmm. I don't even like it. I will just always choose those other things first. So, you know, our mm-hmm. first year here, I grew like 20 feet of chard and I'm like, probably don't need to do that
1: oh i always overcharge the chart
0: (laughs) i always do rainbow but i love the way it looks it's very beautiful it's very beautiful in the the gardens but just it's a good thing to be aware of as you're thinking about these things because a lot of times you can make room for things that you actually want to eat if you cut out things that yeah you don't necessarily want to take up space with okay broccoli okay so what do you have broccoli burgundy uh bc 1611 and arcadia f1 are the three i'm growing this year so there's a purple one obviously Uh most of these aren't like the huge big heads of broccoli they're like the little side shoots where you can go and Mm -hmm. just cut off little bite-sized pieces of broccoli over and over and over again and i found that works better for our family uh brussels sprouts do you grow brussels (laughs) i've never grown them successfully
1: I'm like happy just to pay at the farmer's market. I'm not going to like I want to love gardening. I don't need to conquer the world. I love Brussels sprouts. And actually, like we have we have farm stands around, you know, like nearby. They just give them away. They put them out on the corner and no. they give them away and I'll just Why? Yeah, I'll just make my little donation because they do it. That's their love. Mm. You know? So what I can drive around and
0: get free produce. I cannot or, you know, find my, Brussels sprouts here ever. I love them. Oh my gosh. I love them. They're so but good. But I'm not going to grow them. Okay. No, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to be growing Churchill, Diablo, and Dagon. Three different varieties. Yeah, boo. <laughs> okay. Get it, girl. All
1: right. Uh, all the broccolis I wanted were grown out or were sold out oh, by the no. time. And this is weeks ago. This oh, is weeks ago when they were sold out. So I got to have me some, I got to find
0: another source for the purple. Mm -hmm. If you have any like fancy purple, you want to like take pity on me. I can send you some. I can send you some. All right. Another big storage crop cabbage so we grow fresh yes. cabbage and storage cabbage there are varieties of cabbages that have been bred to be in cold storage so we have heads and heads and heads of cabbages in our cold room that are beautiful so this is something we eat oh, fresh well they're covered with mold but they're beautiful these ones aren't as moldy as last year's mine are pretty gnarly are this
1: they i tell you yeah i'm like okay people walk i we, we always show people our cooler yeah. If like somebody's a new guest and they must look at this pile of cabbage like, like oh, what that are looks you guys so doing? great
0: yum you know, like, what, yummy what you make what us are we for, dinner? for dinner
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. i'm growing uh, a so. storage number 4 for my green storage cabbage and a ruby perfection for my red storage cabbage and then okay. an Alcosa f one and a dedon f1 which are fresh eating there's a fresh eating purple yeah. and a fresh eating green um, yep. first oh, we crop. have the same order all we right have the same The same cabbage order. What about carrots? What do you grow for carrots? I've got cool customer.
1: Okay. No, I've got rainbow F1. Okay. Sorry. What is happening here? I can't read
0: this list. It's so garbly. I have bolero. Bolero is the carrot I grow. Yeah. Um, It's a storage carrot, but it's also Mm -hmm. delicious. Fresh. You can pull them out when they're small if you want or you can let them grow. Paris Market is another really, really beautiful little fat nugget. They're
1: so so darling. Oh my
0: gosh. They're so cute. Seeing one of your little kids gnaw on one of these little round. Mm -hmm. They're like the size of a radish, a big radish. They're so cute. Um, So carrots are another big storage crop. You're going to want to get a carrot that's made for storage, if that's what you want to do with it. The yeah. little ones like sugar snacks and that kind of thing, those are really, really high sugar and they have a hard time storing. So yeah. just check it as you're getting those. Um, cauliflower. It's hit or miss for me.
1: Oh, yeah. Cauliflower. I'm happy. Like, I have a really good farmer. Mm. I'm just happy to buy it Okay, from him. He does the rainbow. I make the, like, Italian jardinera mm-hmm. for Chicago-style Italian beef every year. I got to have the rainbow cauliflower. Someone
0: else can grow that for me. Mm-hmm. I've had some years where it's just amazing. And other years, yeah. where I'm like, and what happened to you? It, ta- it takes up too much space to just give me that little. Yeah. yeah. And so nope. I'm going to grow it. Uh Celery is difficult here because we don't get rain. And celery likes a nice, deep, consistent water. So otherwise it gets have, stringy. Yeah.
1: I have not found a celery variety that I like, like. Quite frankly, I want it to taste like store celery. I want it to look like store celery. Mm. And I grow it every year. And it's always like this huge bouquet. It's just not what I want. Okay. I, I mean, it tastes good. It's got like, it's good. I like the pungency of it for stocks yeah. and things. But um, so it's another one where I'm just going to be happy to buy it. Okay. Because we have
0: a great farmers. I have a pretty good rapport with a local farmer. So he can bail me he out. He can grow it. Yeah. I yeah. grow one called cutting celery, which it's mostly for its greens. It's for its tops, less mm-hmm. so less so for its stock, which is fine with me mm-hmm. because I dehydrate the greens and use them in stock throughout the winter. Yeah. I mean we don't eat it's not like we're eating a ton of celery. It's no. Yeah. I'm gonna grow some bright lights chard, some rainbow chard, because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh do you grow collard greens? I don't. share. Okay. Can I send you some? I'll send you some collard seed. You can collards you can. are like the first thing to give you greens, and then the last thing. Like I could still go out into my garden and pick some collard greens off. They're such givers. And I'm married to a southern man, so you gotta you gotta make. See, collard I greens. think it's like a yeah. I think it's like a disconnect. Like I don't cook with them. I my... no collard greens, sauteed I'm onions, just... nutmeg, fresh cream, little grating of parmesan
1: would see, like that's Forget what I do it.
0: with everything else. But cards, so I would do that. Like, It's okay. rich and velvety. It's so good you have to try yeah. you have to try
1: okay i know i'm down with it because i love me some creamed greens
0: so we really Fresh we really make. have to we got to go we're only on c's this How is ridiculous i don't for forever well
1: then we're gonna have to pick up because it's a long list
0: uh, okay let's go faster corn super okay. difficult to grow here because you got to grow it in a patch for, for pollination and i'm like yeah i will buy corn i can't do it i can't
1: I suck at it i get like these little weeny ears yep Every year I try again, Joel's like, really? Again with the corn? Really? <laughs> yes. yes. He laughs at me every time. Yeah. It's I'd, sad because it's I'd a beautiful happy to plant. Buy the corn stalks are it's fun. But broom corn. Broom corn. I grow all the broom corn. Yep. But yeah. hmm hmm But yeah,
0: the whole heirloom like popcorn. Oh, man, I would love to do it, but I'm terrible at it. Well, you need a big patch, patch of flat ground yeah. where you can plant a patch of corn and I don't and have I that. And I can do that, but I have deer, so I would have to fence it off. Yeah. So it's not happening. That's tricky.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh cucumber. Yes, ma'am, all the cucumbers yeah. cuz I
0: like make like a bajillion gallons of pickles. Yep. Striped Armenian H19 little leaf which is a pickling and Adam gherkin, I believe which is another pickling. Can't remember. Primarily I grow cucumbers okay. for pickles. I mean, we eat them fresh, but like you can only eat so many cucumbers fresh. I don't like to make like a big salad. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's a short season.
1: Yeah. Where you get to have Um, them. So I did cool, cool, cool customer. My Mm -hmm. Aiden and Joel love the lemon. So I do grow lemon cucumbers because they're so cute. They are cute. Um, Yeah, I did cool customer and lemon Mm -hmm. this year. Okay. Eggplant. Do you grow eggplant? Um, I thought I did Why? I just don't see. There's a few things you've said where now I'm like panicking <laughs> as I'm looking at this list. I love eggplant. Like, eggplant uh, is
0: my vegetable that I there look was forward to. one this to. year called Angela, and I oh, felt morally yes. obligated to grow of it. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my, well, you have to have it for ratatouille. I know, ratatouille. So. <laughs> and my favorite way to eat eggplant is to put it in an egg wash and then put it in... Parmesan cheese and almonds that have been ground together into like a really, really fine meal. And then you mm-hmm. flop it in there and then bake it really hot really fast. Eat that with like a slice of tomato on top and a poached egg. <gasps> it is the meal I look forward mm-hmm. to every year from the garden. Awesome. I can't wait for that. So I'm growing dancer and gallen. Galeen. Okay. I think maybe some of my stuff is out of order. It might come on a different order. Sometimes they do it in different shipments. Okay. Because I know I have eggplant and I don't see it anywhere. Are you going to grow fennel this year? (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Because that that battle (laughs) is over. Okay. All right. Next. Again, Uh, I'll just get it from the local. And you? I'll probably just grow like one plant. I mean, I'll take the greens, but I'm not going to try to like create a bulb no that's, that's very hard you have to keep them so cut back you have to be so on top of it otherwise Mm-mm. it'll just um it'll want to flower and once it flowers it puts the production into the
1: flower no, and it's not into not, the bulb that's not happening and so i like like between like things like, i like for you know something like you need for fish for a fish dish yeah. for example like i chose sorrel this year instead of funnel yeah like there's just things i'm gonna focus yeah, on
0: and that makes sense things i'm not um mm-hmm. We might have to just go a little quicker. <laughs> lettuce. All the lettuces. I grow so many lettuces. I love them. Oh my gosh. Um,
1: okay. So we're growing People lettuce. Like, that's, that's not helpful, Shay. You're growing all the
0: lettuces. <laughs> yes. I am growing all the lettuces. Grow all the lettuces. You guys, they, they come so quickly. You can cut them down and replant them. They'll you can plant them in the spring. You can plant them in the fall. I mean it's such a return on your investment to grow lettuces. But
1: like speaking of hybrid, like I chose like slow bolting. Yeah. Slow like, bolting. Look, because around here it goes from 55 to 80. Mm-hmm. And then it's back to 60. Mm-hmm. Then it's back to 80. And you just don't know what's gonna happen. So I did um, you know, density, coastal star, Cherokee pelleted. Mm-hmm.
0: Pelleted. Pelleted. Amen for the pelleted. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did vit premium greens mix and new ham. So sometimes instead of growing a head of lettuce, I will just plant like a four foot stretch and just scatter all the seed. And then you mm-hmm. don't wait for them to actually grow like a lettuce head. You just come through and just with a knife and just cut off all the little greens. Oh yeah. And you get like a spring mix, essentially. And then it'll grow back yeah. and you can cut it again. So that's a great way to and do lettuce and, sometimes. and, again, and again. exactly. Yeah. Kale. We're growing red boar and red Russian. Gotta have my kale. Mm. Uh, I did winter boar okay. and uh black magic. Ooh. And red carpet. No, nope, that's onions. Oh gosh, the seed is so <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Leeks. I'm growing tadorna. Got to Dorna. God, I have the leeks. Um, I just like the way they look.
1: That's why I grow uh, leeks. Yeah. Well, they look fabulous and they're so
0: They're so wonderful. good. They're so good. <laughs> okra, potato another potato like soup. nod to my southern uh Oh, you don't like okra? Oh, I no. love it! I love it so much. No jambalaya. I'm growing jambalaya. I sh- I should like it because it's good for uh, the jardinera. But I just do celery. I, nope. That's kind of surprises me. You don't like the flavor of it.
1: I don't think so. I love it.
0: Maybe All I should try it again as a grown up. But you should. No. Oh yeah. Most people okay. when they think of okra, they think of pickled okra. It's like that's not fair. That's like saying a beet is a pickled beet. Like that's not the same no. thing as a beet. Okay. Um, okay. Onions are a big one. We grow storage varieties and fresh varieties. Mm-hmm. So we grow, uh, ne- nepechan, which is a green onion, like a fresh spring onion. And then we grow walla walla, which is another fresh sweet onion. And then we mm-hmm. grow Patterson as our yellow storage onion and purplet, which is a purple fresh and red wing, which is a purple storage. Okay. Um, do you see the ducks? Look at them. They're walking by. Yeah. The- <laughs> Last
1: episode of Sasquatch see where I can land my <laughs> my eyeballs on this list. I've got uh red
0: carpet mm-hmm. and Albion. Albion. Albion is mm-hmm. a parsnip. Okay, then that's not it, see? Okay. Pars That's the parsnip I'm growing. That was
1: the next one. <laughs> on our Screw list. this <laughs> list, man. I can't make heads or tails of it.
0: What about peas? Are you going to grow peas? <laughs> Um, I just do snap. Yes. Yeah. That's what I do, too. Lots. Lots of them. I finally bought an inoculant to inoculate the seed with, which helps to really make it a stronger plant. And I've always had these okay. really pathetic pea harvests. And I'm like, come on, girl. <laughs> Let's give yourself the fighting chance. Inoculate those peas. It's just like a little yeah, powder no, you, mentioned- you sprinkle in with your seeds. Okay. It's easy. It's just like a I think it's just a super high nitrogen like shot. Uh And so Mm -hmm. you get a way better germination and way better growth. Okay. Okay, We're going to talk about peppers. I love I love the peppers. All the peppers are so great to grow in a pot, you guys, for those of you who don't have big garden spaces. I'm growing a bequino yellow escamillo Carmen, Mad Hatter, Round of Hungry, and Red Flame. Yeah. Okay,
1: so I've got um Black Magic Jalapeno. Of course. Because I grow a lot of jalapenos. Um so there's there's the sugar snap pea right there. Escamillo. <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. Corneo de Tora. De Toro. Yes. The Carmen. Yes. Corneo de Toro. So the red and the the yellow. Yeah. I think I texted you about yes, this because I just discovered those. I'm like, oh my gosh, these are sauteing, Italian sauteing peppers. Yes, so like, good. I just don't know if I could be happier about that. I think peppers. And cayenne. Oh, sure. Cayenne, because I love to do the ristra, sure. ristra's and yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like peppers, if you've never had like a homegrown pepper, they're probably one of the most distinguishing like there's the biggest difference between store-bought peppers and a and a homegrown pepper. <gasps>
1: Oh yes, my kids would agree. Even mm-hmm. like it's 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 not, not just the same dis- thing.
0: It's not just a discerning palate that can tell the difference. It's like oh wow, mm-hmm. holy cow! Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. radish. I'm growing Easter egg too, French breakfast, and crunchy king. I love radish. Again, one of those crops you can just throw into the ground when the soil's basically still cold, and in 21 days you will have a harvest. Um, I love radish. I I've grown French breakfast. Like yeah, they're beautiful.
1: That's all. And I, so I did French breakfast and then I can't find it, but some beautiful little red, ridiculous
0: purple oh, okay. thing okay. that just looked fabulous. They're yeah. so, they're so fun. Um, I, my goal with radish this year is to succession plant better. I, I want to get better mm. at succession planting because we're not going to market. I don't need to harvest everything at one time. It's like, no, I would always, yeah. I want there to be radish out there all year long. And what happens is if you plant so it all at once, you that, eat though. it when it's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, besides the few, the few gaps, um, yeah, I don't need, I just need like 15 to ripen at a time. I don't need four feet of radishes to ripen all at the same time. Yeah.
1: Cause then you're like, oh, do I pickle them? I know. Whatever. Yeah. I
0: know. And um, they're just best fresh. The-
1: The radish are like, that's, it's just a
0: really like family celebration. Mm -hmm. The first radish, radish harvest. It is very special. Spinach Mm -hmm. is another really early spring green that I cannot be without. Um, Seaside, Bloomsdale and Red Tabby are all the spinaches I'm growing this year. I I can't grow enough of it. I love it.
1: I can't either. That's how I feel about Mm -hmm. like the, the morning breakfast with like the radish, just like the baby radish, yeah. just the greens yes. and a little wilted spinach and a poached egg. Yeah. Like I'm just
0: out of my mind yeah. happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fresh spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, squash. We're going to grow some uh, varieties. We're going to grow a butternut squash, of course, for storage. Gold mine, which is a yellow kind of zucchini. Ornamental gourds, mm-hmm. of course, just for decoration. A winter luxury, which is another storage one. And then uh delicata, which is another storage one. So we do store a lot of squash. We have a lot of squash to still eat. I yeah. need to make the, some. <laughs> what I'm going to have to go somewhere else because this, they were, I
1: mean, I got my gourds, but. Oh, they were all It wasn't happening
0: by the time I was there. I just can't believe it. I know. It went so quickly. It went so quickly. Okay. Tomatoes. Angela doesn't like tomatoes. She throws me like under tomatoes, the bus for so my Bjorn bun. I'll throw her under the bus for that. Do it. It's so it's an
1: I'm embarrassed by it. Um, so the local <laughs> farmer I have here, he's he told me uh, at the close of the season last year, he said, if your uh, starts don't do well, just come by the greenhouse and you can buy some. Mm-hmm. Which is great because then they're like Door County. Yeah. You know, our, our we are hard pressed to get a tomato before August. Yeah. So it's kind of. It's just discouraging because you know it's this, like, iconic vegetable gardener thing. And you're just struggling and struggling and struggling and waiting until the end of the season, mm-hmm, you know. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it again. Um, I've got... Um, I just do big ones beca- for the family. So, Sun Gold. That's a baby one. Big Beef. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying... So, Sun Gold. Okay. And then Big okay. Beef for the bigger. And then New Girl. Okay. And... It looks like paisano. I don't know if that's
0: how you say it. Okay. And a coastal star. Okay. So I'm mostly growing small Mm -hmm. ones this year because I love the big ones for like a caprese salad or something, Mm -hmm. but like in terms of just kids eating tomatoes, just the, and storing them, even like roasting them and packing them in olive oil, the little cherry ones just do really well. And I buy Jovial's tomato sauce. That's one of those things. I'm like, you're not going to die on this hill. You're going to buy your tomato sauce. And Jovial has beautiful tomato sauce. So I just buy a couple, like a couple six packs of it every month from Azzer. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have to worry about messing with that all summer. So happy to do that. Okay,
1: I have like... I have, you know, I have a lot of Italian family. I have to make my own sauce. Mm-hmm. So I make my own sauce. And then I do, I do love sun-dried tomatoes. So yeah. I make a ton of those. Yes. And if I don't do enough, then I'll get those
0: from the farmer yeah. as well. We we uh, whip our sun-dried tomatoes up with cream cheese and we have it on bagels Heck in yeah. the winter. Like a couple pieces of prosciutto. Uh, sun Gold, Cherry Bomb, Striped German, Cherokee Purple, Amish Paste, brandy wine, and Tyron are the ones I'm growing <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. I like tomatoes. That's awesome. Tomatillos. Uh, tomatillo salsa is my love. And okay. I grew a tomatillo, a couple of tomatillos last year, and I made a bunch of fermented tomatillo salsa. And tenfold. That's what my family wants. When I say go get salsa, they pick the tomatillo salsa. I was like, fine. I don't need to die on the red salsa hill. Like that's fine. We'll make tomatillo salsa. And it's actually, I mean, really easy. You just roast the tomatillos. You throw them in a blender with like some onions, cilantro, lime, salt, leave it out on the counter for a couple days and then put it away in your cold storage. Yep. And it's so easy and so great. And tomatillos are extremely hardy. And so I'm going to grow... I'm going to grow like just do tomatillo salsa this year. Awesome. So that's kind of fun. So we're going to grow super verde is the tomatillo we're going to grow. Japanese salad turnips. Hakuri is the variety I grow. Do you ever grow salad turnips? Mm -mm. My friend Grace turned me on to them a couple years ago and I was like, I don't like turnips. I'd only ever had like the big Southern turnip. And so she gave me a bunch of these and she's like, just shave them like you would a radish or saute them in butter. And they're absolutely divine. And again, dead simple to grow. No thinning. Scatter them in. You harvest them in a couple weeks. So simple to grow. It would be one I would really encourage people to add cool. to their gardens this year. Uh, other than that, like a couple of odd and end watermelon. And those are always pathetic. But I try. I yeah. try. I just try every year. I know. I try. I can't stop trying. It's fun no. for the kids. Can we grow watermelon? Yeah, sure. It'll be terrible. <laughs> Stars and moon, or whatever that one is. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so it sounds like we have a very full year ahead of us. And oh my goodness, I'm really excited for vegetable growing. I I remember saying to you last year. I'm kind of over the vegetables. And it's because our situation was just so dire. It was just mm. so weedy and so discouraging. And I'm always surprised at how that gardener's amnesia, you're like, this is it. I'm this is fear. Oh, I'm yeah. going to be a Praise real the Lord vegetable for gardener. gardener's amnesia. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got this. This is going to be the best year ever. <laughs> ever. Well, we hope this has been helpful for all you vegetable gardeners or aspiring vegetable gardeners out there. Remember, you can always start small. You can work on improving or learning to grow one thing at a time. And that's great. do head over to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and get you some dry farm wines delivered right to your door a big thanks to jovialfoods.com for sponsoring today's episode go get some corn flour get some of the tomato sauce uh they actually grow the berlodi beans too they sell those and they're fabulous um and cool. happy gardening go get some seeds Go start dreaming. Draw out your plans. (laughs) The world is your oyster. (laughs) All right. Join us tomorrow on
1: Instagram with the hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. Yes. And anything else? I don't think so. That's it. Okay. Head on over to Patreon and we'll see you
0: next week. All right. Cheers. Cheers.